Santa Stage. Santa Stage. Santa Stage. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Santa Stage. Uh, my name's Dean, and together with my mate Tom, we review gigs on the way home. It's as simple as that. Uh, we see a lot of live performances. We go to stand-up shows. We go to theatre. Uh, we go to live gigs. Anything really that uh, takes our fancy. And for the last few years, um, we've done this thing where we buy two tickets, and more often than not, um, Tom is the person I take, and I'm the person that Tom takes. If nobody else goes, uh, I'm always on his substitutes bench for some reason. Um, and that's all what what we do really. We we um, take my little recorder, and on the way home, we give uh, the performance. Uh, a nice review, talk about different things, how it went. So let's get cracking with the first episode. Uh, this is our review of a stand-up comedy show. It's Justin Morehouse live at Cholly Little Theatre for his People and Feelings show. Uh, it was part of his 2016 tour uh, and it was on the 24th of September at Cholly Little Theatre. Hope you enjoy it and I'll speak to you on the other side. Center stage. Center stage. Center stage. So where to start? Justin Morris, live at Charlie Little Theatre with his show, Peoples and Feelings. People and Feelings, yeah. And uh, we, we only start with the facts about the theatre. Let's just make one up, shall we? Kind of seven up will cost you one pound. So that's that's uh, just a, a starter fact. For a drink, that is half bad. That that's good. Sort of <clears throat> reminds me that we're not in Manchester. So it's drinks a, are a bit cheaper. It's an Edwardian theatre with two hundred thirty-six seats. Right. It's a very little. Very little theatre. Edwardian is it? Edwardian apparently. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> this is, I think, it's quite special because we saw the first ever performance of this current show that he's doing uh, um, <coughs> the King's Arms in Salford on the thirty-first of May. Yes. It was his first ever preview. It's free to get in, and it was packed. It was jammed. And we were out at the front. Can't beat sitting at the front. No, gladly we sadly we weren't tonight. Um, but we saw, we saw it and it was the first time he was doing it and he had it on like a notepad, didn't he? Yeah. And it was all it was just I could see it was just words like bullet points and uh, it was sort of cobbling a show together then. And since then he's been to Edinburgh, Fringe, Dubai, and his tour started last night in Hull, Hull the Truck Theatre. So it's his second night and he's. There tomorrow, apparently. Um, so I was a bit like you said to me on the way out. Uh, you'd rather, see, if you were to do it again, you'd rather see just the one, either the preview or the actual show. I, I think I'd prefer just seeing the preview. Yeah. I don't know whether if I if I, if I don't see the preview, then I'd, I'd like to see the finished product. But after yeah. seeing, you know, like, if you saw him at Edinburgh. And, at the um, King's Arm in Salford, mm. then you've you've already got the layout of the land. Yeah, you've got the framework of the actual show, haven't you? Yeah, but I did like the finish. It was 
I think there's positives and negatives to seeing both. Oh no, you've just gone through a red light. It's green. <laughs> Isn't it? The light back there was red. <laughs> we'll cut that out of the podcast then, shall we? <laughs> oh, why, why? Leave that in. Priceless. Well, if I get some point, if I get a letter saying... We'll go out on the fine if you get the... Uh... Yeah. So, yeah. sorry. <laughs> There's, uh, before I get pulled over by the police, let's finish this. Um, this is a taxi driver staring at me. There's positive and negatives to seeing both. I, I was interested in just seeing how much it's changed. Um, and it's different because this was a paid show. So it was, I think, far more like you would see a comedy show, you know, coming in. Yeah. Get to know the audience a bit and, you know, start off quite slow rather than going up there and trying to hit everything that you want to say <coughs> in the time that you've got. So it's a bit more relaxed. So all the stories were there that he told um, back in May, but I think he, he, he sort of shortened bits and he lengthened bits, so I think that just comes with doing it so often and knowing experimenting and trying out what works and what doesn't yeah uh, the support act was a lady called Lou Conran who did about 15 minutes yeah 15-20 minutes uh, she was baldy is that a word people still use it's uh, crude yeah very crude very rude surprisingly though the, the spot act tonight and the spot act for I went watching Amy Schumer recently. Oh yeah. The spot act for her, I think Rachel something or other, can't remember her name. She was crude as well. Sure. What is it with women and being crude? Well, Sarah Millican's like that at times, you know. She's you sort of get used to as a sort of uh, household name, being on the TV all the time. But on a live show, she really uh, goes for it. She does it. But, um, I get the feeling with Luke Conrad and her act is that audience either take to it straight away or, or they don't. I think we were, we as an audience were a bit quiet with her, I thought. Yeah, we weren't as... I think we were a bit shocked by how far she went. <laughs> I don't mind, sort of, I like the Jimmy Carr-esque sign of it, but then she overtook she took it a step too far on some occasions. Yeah, I don't think... I think she started off like all most um, comedians would do with a normal set, is just try and get to know the front row. And there was basically nothing in it for her. So no. It was like, what, what's your name? What do you do? What's happened? So exciting. She couldn't get anything really, I don't think. I think she'd have been annoyed at that. Oh, there was the load. Uh... <laughs> fact, I told when uh, I got the car back this morning. Girl said, um, We've checked your car, everything's fine. Um, just one thing your uh, wipers are a bit loud. I went, Yeah, I've, I've changed them twice and they're still loud. I said, Right, we'll check that when you know, where did you get them from? So, well, I've changed them twice with Halfords. Well, we'll have a look, maybe the motor's a bit slow. <laughs> is that a slow motor or is that just annoying? Oh, <laughs> you hear that? If you listen to his other podcasts, and Quite a few occasions. Yeah. He's driving. My, my dear friend Dean. You can always hear the windscreen wipers. 
training, so I haven't done any more. <coughs> so it's a good shot, it's very um, personal, it was about him um, being middle-aged and talking about his fear and his children and his, uh, the sort of, the biggest story that sort of ended the night was how much he laughed as a child. Uh, which I thought, but I, didn't he, um, the first time we saw him, didn't he talk about what happened with the bucket a bit more? Yeah. So yeah. I thought, honestly, I thought that he'd missed it out. And he was, the story is that he'd gone to his friend's house, accidentally knocked out sister and then as a consequence they had to clean the car and then yeah. his mate had a big bucket that he was swinging that's where he got up to outside a bare window I'm sure he finished that yeah. story by talking about the bucket going through the window uh, yeah I'll agree with you on that and I thought that <coughs> he missed the trick I thought well if you described it and it made the made that story you know the, the, the travesty of that and how funny that would be and then him going home and telling the story to his mum you have to get out, didn't you? Yeah, that's the that's the big punchline of the show. Sorry to ruin it, <laughs> but it didn't. put you know, that's part of the um, the process of getting a show ready for a tour. You know, you get rid of some, you add bits. And I noticed. I don't know whether he does this with all places he plays. He, he seemed to know a hell of a lot about Charlie. Yeah, I think like most things, he must sort of research a few facts. Yeah. Posh areas, trampy areas. Yeah, he referenced Leyland roundabouts. Well, yeah. The road, how, how you get here. I suppose you might have someone that does that for him. Um, maybe. You know, if he's got an assistant that's sort of right, you know. I'm not sure he's got an assistant. But he's got a very good podcast. Uh, <coughs> which is on occasionally when he's when he can be bothered, I think. Um, it's basically like like my acoustic one where you just go around and chat to people and talking about gigs and stuff really good but, um, I thought it was a good show and I think yeah I'd agree with you um, probably just seeing it and in its full you know production rather than a preview I, I think I probably would have found it more entertaining I, I think I enjoyed the preview a lot more. Because they were new stories. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm like, obviously thinking about it, hearing it all sort of complete and fully how he envisioned it yeah. was really nice. Yeah. One thing that annoyed me and must, must have annoyed him, and I, I think I congratulate his professionalism in it. Yeah. He, he didn't reference all that much with the amount of people going to the toilet. Because he must have come on stage at just quarter past eight. Was it? No, it must have been about nine o'clock. Because the spot came on, I don't know. Yeah, the spot came on at eight. 20 minutes, 15 minute break. Yeah, about nine he came on. So it's an hour. We're in demand. They've had 15, 20 minutes to go to the toilet. If you, can't, if you can't sit and watch someone for an hour without going to the top, and there was a hell of a lot of people who did it. Yeah. What about too 20, many? 20 people? Yeah. And there was just there was one or two to start with, then followed by 20. Yeah, and there was, there was a moment where it was like a line of people all just queuing up to go. That must be quite frustrating if you're at a, 
trying to tell stories. Yeah, you want to have that consistency going and the flow and you... Yeah, you don't want anyone to put you off. But I think that's um, testament to his experience. Professionalism. Yeah. <coughs> he just rattled on. He ripped one or two of them for doing it. Yeah, the first woman, yeah, with the tattoo. You know, one or two doing it, and then once the, the masses decided to <laughs> fall out, you know. I mean, even if I wanted to go to the toilet, I'd, I'd wait. I would wait. Yeah. Unless it was literally touching cloth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but... That's I, not so unnatural with me. I think... <laughs> I pay my money to watch him. I'm not paying my money to go use the facilities. Mm. So um, a bit about the, the theatre, we were looking in the, um, the programme beforehand and they do they do a hell of a lot, they do a lot of stand-up, they do a lot of um, amateur theatre. Jason Bamford has a... <coughs> These comedy clubs come here, don't they? Comedy clubs, so he showcases um, you and upcoming acts. Yeah. Um, they do films. And what's, what's probably the highlight of the theatre is they do uh, a film season ticket for 17 quid and you get to see, I think it's six or seven films. And individually they're about four quid. And they're quite current films. They're about, you know, released either this year or last year. Abs- absolutely fabulous was on there. And I think that, and I've, I've seen a film there before. It's a really good sort of screen and projector they have. So uh, I might go check it out, and they do uh, national theatre broadcast as well. And if you get the chance to go watch any theatre, always go. Yeah. Well, I've never actually sat and watched a, um, a, a theatre show that's been broadcast <clears throat> like the national theatre do it. I think we're going to try and go to <coughs> coughing again. No man's land when the so that was episode one of Centre Stage. That was uh, Justin Morehouse, People and Feelings Tour. Um, and if you listen to this podcast and want to listen to more, uh, I do recommend Justin Morehouse's podcast. It's called About 30 Minutes, Never More Than 45, I think. And uh, it's about him going around uh, backstage, getting ready for shows, talking about his day. And um, it's sort of nice and uneventful or sometimes there are events but it's a really good insight into the world of comedy um, and how things work and how he writes and plans his shows Uh, so I really do recommend that Uh, if you have enjoyed this uh, first episode um, thank you and uh, spread the word we're all over social media I'm sure you can find us centre stage 16 I think we're there and about I think Instagram is part of it as well um, and you can email us if you like centre.stage16 at yahoo.com yes yahoo is still a thing uh, don't idea why um, if you want to get in touch with us about anything any recommendations or agree and disagree about our reviews I think we're uh, we're pretty um, we're pretty nice we don't I don't think we say anything bad yeah, you know just we're nice and uh, critical and um I think we have nice chats that are worth recording. So, um, uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And um, we'll see you next time. Center stay. Center stay. Center stay.